Up, 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 up. You are listening to Double Up Radio. I know this. I am Dick Subhumans, and you are not. And you are listening to Double Up Radio, and I am not. Oh, Zen is that. Cheers. Okay, this is the question I wanted to ask you first, because I find it, like, to be so incredible. Okay, so the current members of Subhumans have been together since the beginning, for the most part. The current members now. Um, Yes, it's 1983. Yeah, 1983, okay. Um, what's some of the secret ingredients to keeping the love slash marriage alive? <laughs> um, <laughs> well, we, uh, uh, you know, we tolerate each other. We're patient with each other. Mm-hmm. That's at the bottom end. Uh, top end, we actually like each other. We make each other, <coughs> each other laugh. Mm-hmm. Um, there is no secret. That's, that's, that's a bit of it, really. You must excuse my voice. I'm, Please. I've got this. Uh, it's totally, yeah. Do cough, your thing. Transmute, transmuting into some sort of <laughs> throat thing. Where I can't say more yeah. than three words at a time without collapsing. Okay. Never mind. Yeah, yeah, yeah no problem. <laughs> <laughs> when you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. (laughs) (laughs) You might have to edit this down. Oh yeah. Okay. <laughs> um, so I wanted to get into okay. Let's see. So the history of subhumans a little bit. Okay. We got some fans approaching. <laughs> uh, amazing show. Actually, I'm gonna start off with that because I said it to you without the microphone. Incredible show. That was sick. You guys had the best energy ever. Like seeing everyone going on stage and like jumping off and just like crowd surfing it's a reciprocal thing the, yeah. the energy come off the crowd was incredible yeah it's a very positive and mm-hmm. just like happy faces just the best yeah. best sight in the world you, you you know you guys give out like really amazing energy so thank you it was great um okay so we're gonna go to the past are you ready <laughs> <laughs> okay so what, who were some of your favorite bands growing up, a band or two that really struck a chord in your youth? Um, you I can, didn't go for uh, well, several bands, but um, the yeah. adverts. The adverts? Yeah. Yeah. They were, the, they were actually the first punk, band, okay. <coughs> first punk band I heard on the radio. Wow. Doing their uh, first, first single, <coughs> Bored Teenagers. Mm-hmm. And um, it made me realize that, that yeah. all the music I'd like before that, I'd been... I'd been had been for the fast bits, mm-hmm. and uh, that single, that single was singing about poor teenagers, which I was. So like spot on. Yeah. It was, it was a band <laughs> with actually meaningful lyrics, mm-hmm. and the music was just—it was all fast. Yeah. And as soon as it started, it had stopped. It's like wow. Yeah. Uh, I want more of this. Just got me right into the whole punk rock thing, and the lyrics were—they um, weren't like throw, throw away or cliche lyrics at all they're quite intelligent which was different to a lot of um, punk lyrics 
Hell yeah. Okay. So what were our were or are some of your favorite bands that were your peers during the early years of Subhumans? Well, like people you might have played um, with. I'd say okay. Crass, definitely Crass. Crass, hell yeah. yeah I love Crass. I mean, they, were, they made the art of writing lyrics a serious pursuit rather yeah. than just any old rubbish. You know, yeah. like, it made you think, it made you realize there was a system out there of structures that were there to keep the majority of people in their place and like yeah. the whole work breeds die thing was a pattern of events that could be changed but it wouldn't be unless people woke up to the realities of how life is structured by rules and laws and um, capitalism beautifully put i really i really appreciate that i feel like you guys have a lot in common too definitely um very strong, like powerful, charged messages, you know, that I think people really need to hear. General, yeah, general there's, public. There's some, there's yeah. some uh, you know, less serious stuff in there as well. Yeah. Because punk rock oh, is also sure. about having a good time, enjoying <laughs> yeah, yourself, yeah, yeah. and basically just taking the piss out of things. Yeah. So you, you got to mix it up a bit. Yeah, I saw the interview with you and Steve Ignorant recently. Um, I oh, think yeah. it was just last year or something like that. It was pretty entertaining. You guys are great together. It's really the first cool. time we've had, that's the long, <laughs> longest chat we've ever had. Really? Was that interview? Well, because when um, back in the 80s, whatever, crass conflict, mm-hmm. subhumans, and so on, never quite shared the same bill Stage. as each other. Yeah, were, I we were just that. treated as like, you know, headliner bands yeah. and separated out like that. So unless right. you bumped into them by accident mm-hmm. or went to each other's shows, you didn't really get a chance to meet, um, have a decent chat. Which is kind of insane to me, because I feel like you guys playing a show together, like, oh my God, you know what I mean? Like, that would be epic. Um, okay, so moving on. Thank you so much, by the way. You've been really awesome. Okay, <laughs> so what was it like putting out your first LP and EP on the flux of Pink Indians label, Spider Lake Records? Did you find you shared similar passions? Was it a magical experience? Was it a magical experience? <laughs> <laughs> More fans have arrived. It <laughs> was a great fucking show. Thank you so much. Thank you. Um, Spider Leg. Um, yes. Um, Flux Pink Indians who run Spider Leg. Mm-hmm. They're on the same compilation tape called uh, New Crimes. Put out by a, a fanzine called New Crimes. Um, as us, we had both had tracks, and um, we played some shows with them. They got us our first shows, shows that were outside of our local area. And, um, and they were up to doing our first EP, and subsequently the second and third one, and the first LP, David Curry died, um, on that label. Yeah, you, got a, and, you guys started um, your own label called Blurg, Blurg Records. Is that yeah, how you pronounce so, it? Yeah, well, Spider Leg, like Crass, like Flux Wrong, Flux Beginning is Wrong, Crass Records. Mm-hmm. And they started Spider Leg, and we were on Spider Leg, and we started Blurg and down the chain. Those three labels, amongst others, were totally financed by, by John Loder and mm. Southern Studios, which is where a lot of the, <coughs> the crash records and Blurg. Fucking hell. This is frustrating. Yeah. Where a lot of the records were recorded. Mm. Because the, you know, Narco Bucks. Didn't have that much money to record their own stuff. Uh, John, yeah. John was an old friend of Crass, so he, he really got the ball rolling. 
That's so cool. I noticed that you guys still have a website, um, and you guys have been around since 1980, Blurred Records. Do you guys still uh, sign bands to your label? Is that no? no? Okay. Because um, well, firstly, looked... we never signed anybody. Oh, okay. <laughs> secondly, um, most of the bands, <laughs> most of the bands I put out that weren't subhumans, yeah. failed to break even. I just like lost loads of money because I'm crap at running a record label. Right, right. Um, it was I'm, more like independent vibes, right? You guys put out cassettes and yeah, yeah way yeah. more cassettes and that's stuff. That's cool. I I totally think that's really cool. Um, um, okay, this is a little bit more serious. This is not in order, by the way, so sorry if it's a little <laughs> choppy. Um, what are your thoughts on the Queen's death? Well, or old what people were the die. first thoughts that came to mind when upon hearing the news? Old people die. Yeah. She made it to '96. And uh, off she goes. Mm -hmm. uh, the royal family is an archetypal setup that goes way back in the history, and it's great for getting the tourists in. But like, so so are buildings, and so's countryside, so's coastlines. True. Um, <laughs> they they sponge a whole bunch of money off the state, is all paid for by taxpayers. The rest of us. It's, the royal family is just a really old, outdated um, thing, is the only word I can think of for it. Um, no, I wasn't overly saddened or overjoyed by dying. Here's what happens, you know. <laughs> yeah. uh, the whole structure of the monarchy is ridiculous, well outdated. I couldn't agree with you more. And this is somewhat related to your homeland. So in a brief summary, if possible, what kind of future do you see for the UK with the current Brexit situation and the juggling of prime ministers? Um, the current one is Rishi Sunak. Yeah. It's a little bit more serious of a question. Four, that's four, yeah. five, six, where it is years since. The Brexit vote have been just a downhill plunge into the right wing dream cycle yeah, of scary. Like, oppressing people, keeping the poor poorer, mm -hmm. the rich very much richer. Mm -hmm. Isolationism of the country away from Europe because um, Europe, on a cultural and all sorts of levels, and mostly a cultural level, is very much a good influence Absolutely. on British people who haven't been anywhere. Mm -hmm. They've got that small island mentality. That's true, they are an island. And as soon as you yeah. go to France or Germany, and you see how they do things all the way from punk rock shows all the way up to just part of their culture, their food, their habits, the way. In France, especially, if the workers get pissed off at the money they're getting paid, they all go on strike. They start burning mm -hmm. tires in the middle of the street. They, they really are. They're active. Yeah. Uh, whereas it, in the UK, especially England, everybody's just so fucking passive. A little bit more reserved. Yeah, yeah. and it's just God, Queen and country and all this oh, bullshit. Yeah. That the Tory party, which is currently full of people who went to Eton school, mm -hmm. which is just for very, very rich people, Males entirely, um, they're just spoiled from birth, and they got the illusion that they should be in charge of everything because they are better than the little people. And we are all the little people compared to them, and now they run the fucking country, and they managed to con too many people into thinking it was a good idea to let them run the fucking country, and they completely fucked it over. Yeah. It's now in a downward spiral that will last for 20 or 30 years. No matter who's in charge, Yikes. just to repair it. Yeah, and on top of that, we have like a lot of climate issues, as we all know. Yeah, if we make thirty yeah. more years if we on make the planet, thirty even. There's only, only so many <laughs> yeah, harvests left. 
that can be got from the state of the earth that we're planting food in because of biochemistry and genetic engineering and just feeding most of what we grow to animals that we then eat. It's all completely wrong. Cut the animals out of the diet system and you've got to learn more space and learn more food yeah. to feed humanity on. Yeah. That would help. Um, shit, man, there's just so much wrong. Yeah. And none of it is getting any better. Mm. But the temperatures this last summer were just a really obvious sign that it's all fucked. These, yeah. these climate change denialists are mm -hmm. uh, just there more money for the oil companies. Yeah, they're like, oh, it's like 150 degrees. Sorry, guys. It sucks. <laughs> um, okay, so we're getting to more to the fun part, less serious. And two <laughs> words, what does punk mean to you? Because I know words. punk can mean wow. like different to a lot of people who were around when punk first started. Like I've actually interviewed Lydia Lunch before and she has nothing but horrible things to say about punk. <laughs> <laughs> but she's hilarious though. But I wanted to know what your, what two words um, come to mind. I'd say punk. serious fun. Yeah. Serious fun, hell yeah. All right, and two words, what does anarchy mean to you? <laughs> Maybe then. <laughs> does that have to be a different answer? <laughs> no, no. You can say you can um, say the same thing. Oh, I don't know. All or nothing. Perfect. Okay. It's kind of three words, but that's anarchy for you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, okay. We're going to the more fun stuff. So, were you or any of the subhumans humans members fans of the LA punk scene? Um, if so, what were some bands that took your breath away? The LA, LA punk scene. <laughs> um, there was a couple of tapes that came to me in early 80s and X were good and mm -hmm. The Bags mm -hmm. and bags. Circle Jerks, or was that San Francisco? Oh no, Circle Jerks are here. It's all basically West Coast. Yeah, yeah. Um, there's just a, I wish I could remember the, the title of these. It was like albums recorded onto a cassette. Somebody mm -hmm. sent me and said, this is what American punk is like. Yeah. And it was like, so it was really, really good. Yeah. Um, it was it the Decline of Western Civilization soundtrack? That was, that was one of the albums. Such a great, great documentary. Yeah. Um, <coughs> um, oh, you got oh, yeah, me. I just wanted to say bye, real. Cheers, guys. Good to see you. Is everything good, Ella? Like, can you hear? Okay. I'll see you next time you come through. Yes. Thanks. Okay. Bye. Be well. Yeah, you too. Okay, this is really easy. Favorite female singer, go. Female vocalist. Susie at the Banshees. Fuck yeah. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. If you were trapped on a deserted island and you only had three choices of albums to listen to, what would they be and why? Um, Chairs Missing by Wire because it's got a lot of atmosphere and it's just remarkable yeah it's brilliant yeah yeah um you know, it's a hard one i hate to put you on the spot <laughs> no i just gotta make sure i don't miss out <laughs> Probably the Rosillo's first album. 
Because it's fun and bouncy. Mm-hmm. Now cheer me up. Being on a desert island. <laughs> desert island and that. He said, oh, God. <laughs> it's not like you're typing this out, is it? This is for real, folks. Yeah. I don't normally sound like this. As I talk louder, it probably comes across a lot better. No, this is oh perfect. This is the more, the realest you can get in this moment. <laughs> um, <coughs> Hang on, we've got third. Okay, there. you got your third one. Um, yeah. Come on. <laughs> You can go jazz, you can go... Jazz? Uh, I don't think I can do jazz. No, no, no. Beethoven, <laughs> Chopin, <laughs> Mozart. Um. <laughs> Enya. Say the way, say the way, say yeah. Oh, fuck, I can't choose one. Operation Ivy's first. I'll, okay, I'll, great answer. Album, yeah. Okay. Uh, okay, so this is a, let's see, is there any genre that you feel is a strong ally to punk rock music, um, or the strongest ally? Reggae. I agree. I actually wrote that down. I said reggae and hip-hop. Right. Does that make sense? Yeah, yeah probably. Yeah. Maybe hip-hop, like, more back in the day. Um, if you could hang out with anyone dead or alive for a day, who would it be and why? Oh, um, let's go for Lee Perry. Okay. Because it might take a day to work out what the fuck he's on about. <laughs> Quite honestly. <laughs> the man is out there. He Please was scratch out Perry. There. A, a quick note. Uh, Please <coughs> scratch Perry put this diamond here. And we use oh. this mic with this interview. Fuck yeah. 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 <laughs> so, oh yeah, he gave us this uh, blue diamond. He put it here when we interviewed him. Beautiful. Yeah. He's a beautiful man. Yeah. His art's really amazing too. Uh, great answer. What would you guys do? Huh? What would you guys do? I'd just talk and probably get really fucking <laughs> stoned. <laughs> <laughs> okay, perfect answer. Moving on. Uh, what are your thoughts on the state of policing in America? I feel like that's a really deep question. Do you believe in the abolishment of police here in America? Well, it'd be nice to abolish the police, isn't it? And then just wonder how far people would go with their newfound new idea of freedom. <laughs> would ever just go around smash, smashing and looting at things? Yeah. Probably for, for a while. Do you believe more in a sort of like reform sort of take on like, do you think that would work? In theory, yeah, we can. You got to start with reform and then really, really reform the police. Mm -hmm. Just like looking after stuff instead of looking for crime. Mm -hmm. Like, first of all, you need to decriminalize so much fucking shit that Absolutely. isn't criminal. It doesn't hurt people, Absolutely. especially like drugs. Take away the guns. Take the guns. Yeah. Fuck yeah, take that away. Once you got rid of crime, you got no less need for any fucking protection from criminals, you see what I mean? That covers it, I think. Yeah, that's a good answer. But it's, we're a long way from just getting rid of the police and everything's gonna be fine. Mm. It's, the, it's the nature of the law yeah. that makes the police not necessary. It's just part of the whole game. And it's part of why religion, some religion exists, to strike religion. fear. Yeah. Right, well, that's a different subject. Yeah, it's a different subject. Yeah. Um, but that's actually related to the next question I have for you. Is there a spiritual ideology that you connect with? Um, not one that's really got a name mm -hmm. tagged on it, I guess. 
Um, I'm not on the ist of any sort. Yeah. <laughs> um, I think people are generally born spiritual mm. and the best people stay that way and others have it driven out of them. Absolutely. By greed and... I, f I feel like um, also too, like people might, might do it out of just like desperation. You know, there's all sorts of reasons, I guess. You can be spiritual yeah. and desperate. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And you can be a criminal and still spiritual. Mm. It depends what your crime is, you know, and why yeah. you're doing it. But like, yeah. if you do something like rob somebody because you've got no food, and you feel guilty about it, that's mm -hmm. a spiritual situation <laughs> you're in because you do feel guilty. Yeah. It's all karmic retribution. So you believe in karma? I don't believe in anything. <laughs> I, I, but I think karma is a nice concept that okay. makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's a beautiful concept. Um, okay. Uh, so... This is also leading to another question that I'm not sure how it's going to make you feel. But if you had to choose a religion, what would it be? <laughs> the closest thing to your heart, <laughs> if um, it exists. <laughs> if I had to choose, I'm probably Buddhism. Um, yeah, I'm. I'm aware that you do rock balancing, which I think oh, yeah. is like similar to like Zen Buddhism, like form of meditation. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. You're certain, certainly taken away from everything into that moment mm -hmm. when it does balance is wonderful. Yeah. Um, how long have you been doing rock balancing for? Um, maybe five years. Okay. Off and on. Not just rocks, but you know, chairs and bottles. Cool. All sorts of things, really. I'm now looking yeah. out for something so I can prove <laughs> yeah. this with. I don't see the empty balls. Um, like that chair could probably balance on the, in yeah. the neck of an empty bottle. Yeah. But not a water bottle, it's plastic. It, just, it would just collapse. Okay, so I think I have one more question for you. Let me just make sure. Oh yeah, this is the last one. Subhuman's music is so charged. What do you do to keep a balance? Find your center, which actually should have been like the question before I asked you about rock balancing. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> well, it's all right. You can edit, chop it up. Yeah. Um, what do we do to find a balance of, of what now? Being supercharged. Yeah. God, we don't do anything. You don't? Well, we don't. We don't consciously gather around and think we should do this and that in order yeah, to yeah. create whatever. But like, what do you do with your own time? Like, I saw that you, you paint. I actually saw a video of you and like Charlie Harper from the UK subs. Yeah. Like you guys were both like in this YouTube video about, uh, I don't know, you're both painters, punks who paint. Yeah. Like that's what it was called. I thought that was really awesome. That was on Blur TV. Yeah. Which we started up. Um, yeah, I paint when I get a chance. Mm -hmm. My free time off tour is mostly spent dealing with emails and that computer side of things. The screen time was just replaced the pile of letters I used to have to deal with. Mm -hmm. um, there's a lot of that goes on. But yeah, free time. Got well into painting quite a while back. Mm -hmm. um, Your paintings are incredible. Some, thank you very yeah. much. Yeah. 
I also love Charlie Harper's paintings of cats. Like, yeah. it's very, I, yeah, I want like some of your guys' work. It's so good. Thank you. I love it, yeah. Huge, a, a contrast, huge contrast. That was it, I guess. Okay. But yeah, thank you so well, much for you. your time. No worries. Yeah. And I hope your voice gets better. It eventually <laughs> will, yeah. yeah. <laughs> cool.